0: Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Oh, and welcome to a terrifying episode of the Tony Stake Podcast. I am Sean. Joined with me, we've got Spooky Randy off-road Andy. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> and horrifying Tony Cats? There we go. Okay. He's pretty horrifying. <laughs> you
1: should see him without the mustache.
0: Oh. Uh I, I'm loving this, by the way. We've—I feel like we've done three episodes of Halloween stuff. Like we've been doing this three weeks now, or something like that. We could just make this a Halloween podcast forever. I dig. Well, again, next week I won't—I won't be interested in it. We'll be uh, talking about Arnold Cranberry recipes. I uh, do no, We'll be talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger chasing Sinbad through downtown oh. Detroit or wherever that is. Chicago. There's a
1: couple holidays before that, of course, a couple, Thanksgiving a couple, and huh? <laughs> Election Day.
0: Oh, That's a holiday. <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be all over the news. I can guarantee it.
0: Okay. I'd like uh, to guarantee it's it. It's going to lead like off this. the news. Somebody yeah. told
2: me one of the props this year is to make it so there's no more daylight savings. That is correct. And what do we think that about that? That kicks in this week. I, I was just talking about I'm it. I'm into that. It. I'm into it, too. But,
0: I don't need yeah. it to be dark at 4.30. But I do like... I want permanent daylight savings. we we'll just get like... Japan or China just launched a new moon into the sky to keep... Yeah. Why don't we do that? I mean, you realize how dark it is now, and
1: we're still in Daylight Savings. Yeah. So.
0: So this time next week, it'll be 8-12 versus 7-12, correct? Yeah. No. What? It'll be 6-12. Well, it'll be
1: 6-12. But but when it's 7-12 next weekend, it'll be our version of 8-12. What?
0: What's going on? It'll be as dark as it it is at 8-12 at 7-12, Yes uh okay well i don't know how we got on the subject of time change uh and teleportation and stuff like that let's uh let's get back into the spooky what do you say yeah this is our spooky hour i believe ladies and gentlemen this is officially our last spooky podcast of the year Uh, i'm assuming i i don't know you know there's ominous andy is in the building say hi ominous andy
1: Am I supposed to say it differently? Am I playing character?
0: You're a different
2: person. Uh, um, the the I've time. never been a different person. Also, let me just say really quick. Ooh, no, yeah, Andy that's... and I are both drinking a pumpkin ale, pumpkin beer, and we also have candy. We have. Room. Yeah, we do. I'm drinking a coffee pail ale. Well, I'm carving a pumpkin right now while <laughs> doing it, <this. laughs>
0: I will say this. I've never seen this in my life. This is a pumpkin pie Kit Kat. I believe I had it last year, too. It It, it is wonderful. Is it delectable? Yeah, I really really. You know understand. what that means. Bowser had one of those last year uh no i don't know if i had them as part of my let's i don't think you do because i would have actually never mind i was about to say i would have tried one but i yeah. wouldn't have had we, no chance. one would have yeah. tried one. I, i'm sure we talked about this on the pod last year but let's just really quick before we get into the well, story we don't have nearly the listeners we didn't have nearly the listeners yeah. last year as we and, and so. well those of you who are just tuning in welcome for the first time uh hope you're, you're enjoying it so far but if you're not you certainly will uh Right about now. Uh, those of you who are returning, thank you for coming back. Thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Our fan base is growing, guys. Our fan base is growing little by little. But anyway, a year ago, the three of us were at were at my house, and uh, we are going to watch some scary movies. It's it's Halloween night. We're going to watch some scary movies. First, we went to Beverages and More. I and believe then we, we went and got tacos. F- we got tacos. Okay, that's right. Yeah, we went and got tacos. We come back to my house. Andy had also brought in a Tupperware full of candy over, and put it on the counter, uh, like a normal person would do. We come back, and uh, we turn on a movie. I'm going to the bathroom, and I come back, or getting something from the kitchen, and I'm coming back, and I'm thinking to myself, I was like, where is that candy? And I asked Andy, and he's like, uh, should be on the counter? I, I don't know. And I was like, hmm. And then I remembered, oh yeah, we live with Cujo. And uh, that whole container was out on the lawn. And the weirdest part is as if... Bowser the dog had grown thumbs, lifted the container, the lid off of the container rather, and then just gone to town and ate even the wrappers, everything out of that container. There was no teeth marks in the lid nor the container no, itself. Just
1: Unbelievable. Ate the wrappers
0: whole. Yeah,
2: it was, it absolute, didn't even get to enjoy that chocolate.
0: Absolute savage. Um, I, also I like
2: I remember going to the bathroom and like the <clears throat> the one in the, like the back of the house. So the way that is like the window. Shows into the backyard And I'm Standing I'm like Remember I was washing my hands I looked out the window Just to look out there And I remember seeing A Tupperware Out on the On the grass And I remember like For whatever reason Just not thinking anything of it I completely forgot that we had You had brought it in A Tupperware thing And Then I remember when we started Wondering like Wait where did it go And then it all hit me at once Like oh my gosh I forgot I I saw that Now it makes sense
0: Yeah and these dogs Are Notorious for bringing like kitchen knives like steak knives out into the grass like just moving shit randomly um so that was last year and by the way there's also did we say how
2: i mean i was i was listening but did we say how we got it out of the dog no we did not okay well i didn't think so so (laughs) i was listening (laughs) uh i just didn't want to see if i i wanted to make sure i didn't miss that but well take it away tone so we had looked up first off we had called the dog's owner which is dog, uh, sean's roommate executive producer and he was freaking out as any owner would if they find out your dog just ate a shit ton of chocolate and we looked up what to do and you had like, to shoot get the, the dog the, the dog the uh chloroform was it no <laughs> <laughs>
1: no sometimes i wish just... <laughs> it, it wasn't
0: chloroform <laughs> Hydrogen peroxide, then, right? There it is. Okay, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> yeah, you, you you make the dog pass out. You built Cosby, essentially, is what you do. <laughs> no, so, anyway,
2: hydrogen peroxide is what you're supposed to give the dog when it does that because it makes it th- throw up. So sure enough, we gave it to the dog, and it's sad scene. Despite how much of an asshole this dog is, it was a little sad watching it seem a little uncomfortable for a little bit, but then sure enough, it threw it up, and I'll never forget, it was this giant puke that had at least 10 to 15 candy bars in the puke all in their wrapper still. Yeah. And I just remember looking at it like, oh my gosh. And then he let out a couple more pukes, and dog ended up being fine. I truly think the dog would have been fine regardless, because a dog yeah. like Bowser just doesn't Indestructible. have it, anything wrong. I think
1: the concern wasn't actually the candy itself, but the wrapper's. Yeah. They'll cut up your intestines and stuff like that. That's that could be true. Concern, but, yeah. And I was more mad about the candy, obviously. No, I like, think we both were. Yeah. I mean, at this point, the dog, like, he's lived a, a life. He knows. like,
0: He has lived a life. Yeah. Well, here's the funny and ironic part. Sure enough, we're a day early this year. Andy comes walking into the studio with a big bag of candy. That's what you usually do, right? <laughs> As it usually does. But luckily, this is a closed set. We don't let a bee wows in the studio too often. Um, but anyway, shall we... Uh, Press forward. Let's go into the into the present day, Okay. and let's kick things off with a news story that broke. I think it, I saw it pop up on the, my news feed at like two o'clock, one o'clock, something like that this afternoon. And I'm talking, of course, about James Whitey Bulger, 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 <laughs> Folger, whatever Just, you want to call him. You could have been more confident. Just say it. Like he, he did. eighty-nine years old. Man's been in jail. He was uh, caught. S- 16 years ago
1: what yeah it was wasn't like venice or something right oh it was santa like, monica i thought he was caught ago. like three
0: years ago it wasn't that long ago it was okay it wasn't it was on the run for 16 years that's yeah, he what was, it was he was
2: only caught like three or four years ago
0: yeah it was he was on the run for 16 years that's uh that's... Yeah, he, probably, he might have served time and then or i don't know he was an alcatraz
2: okay then yeah so he did serve time and then he was well that was a long time ago then <laughs> That was probably before he was a crime boss. Not he like he was visiting out. Yeah, I actually think yeah. it was because I've seen the movie. For those yeah. of you that haven't, it's called. I'm just. I'm just remembering here. Dark Mask is it called? Black Mask. Black Mask. Same thing, sort of. So Black Mask, which Dark Johnny Knight. Depp and Johnny Depp does do a good. Uh, it's phenomenal. Whitey Bulger, and I think that was probably one of Johnny Depp's last <laughs> things that he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. That was good because Johnny Depp. What about? Is Murder off, on the Orient Express? A little off the tracks these days. Yeah. he's got his own issues and that's nor here nor there. but anyway, just enjoy that while you can, uh, enjoy that film because it is uh, probably one of his last good performances.
0: Yeah, well, anyway, he was transferred from a prison in Florida to a prison up in Virginia today. He wasn't there a few hours before he was attacked and, and, uh, and killed. and they're already investigating. And it appears to be a guy named... Now, Andy, you're going to love this because I have no idea how the hell I'm going to say this guy's name. Yeah. Fotos. (laughs) Fotos. Freddy Gaze. Okay, I'm going to take a look at it. (laughs) (laughs) He's a uh, mafia hitman, career criminal, and prison lifer. He did not like informants. He certainly didn't like guys who hurt women. And did I say he hated informants? And so he doesn't Whitey like Bulger, Johnny Depp then, either. Whitey Bulger was all of those. Uh, so they're very much assuming he did it. I think he was involved. Yeah, Johnny Depp was at least one of those.
1: Huh.
0: Who's on trial? just <laughs>
1: saying this. Watch out for this guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say
1: Photios. He's, he's in... probably he's probably a nice Greek man.
2: Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, maybe then.
1: he's not nice. He's a hey, killer. Well.
2: But... but well, he killed a killer. Though. He
1: has a code. Yeah. So, I mean, what, at the he end Dexter? of the day, <laughs> Can't it's hurt like me. a negative and a negative, yeah. right?
2: It's a killer killing a killer.
1: He was a mafia hitman that only killed bad guys. Isn't that already a movie? And informants. Yeah. So, well, informants aren't bad guys. They're less bad. Uh, they can have good informants. People that just are on the periphery of the crimes and see them. That aren't okay. actually doing the crimes. Yeah, so they're
0: just facing it halfway. Yeah. But anyway, I was like, holy moly. Like, And it, Tony Tony thought he was already dead. It's like, we haven't heard anything about this guy since Black Mass. And I mean, rightfully so. He's an 89-year-old, was an 89-year-old man. Um, but still kind of nuts to just see that it's pop crazy up. thing
2: to go through the life he went through because being in the mob like that, regardless, you have a lot of stress. You have the stress of like, especially when he was on the run of like looking behind you, like, you know, the paranoia and the stress. So the fact that, he lived to be 89, and he died because he was murdered? I mean, this guy could have lived to be, like, well into yeah. his 90s.
0: Yeah. Nuts. It's surprising that he could yeah. go that long. That's good genes, I guess. You
1: don't think, like, you know, mob guys are probably too into, like, health or something? Yeah,
0: I'm sure he was doing, like, like, like... I eat a lot of uh, quinoa on the run. Yeah. The cops. <laughs> he was doing, like, juice cleanses and uh, wheatgrass shots, whatever the grass shots are. Um, Maybe prison. Prison's just
1: great for your health. I mean, hey, what, how long did uh, Charles Manson live for? Like, he, was, he was pretty old, he
0: too. He was 85, I think. Yeah, um, Spent a long time there.
1: So maybe they just have really good diets there. Or maybe they just don't feed you. That's probably more likely.
0: Where does it say his age? I don't know where it says it is. He was born in 34, died in 17. Do the math. I will not. <laughs> I don't want to either. All right, let's move on to the next ominous Sounds story. like 83, right off the top of my head. <laughs> that'll work are we ready for the ominous story this is going over the across the pond you ready did you guys see about... Hawaii nope other oh. way let's tell tell me you tell me if you've heard about this the Beatles <laughs> no <laughs> how is that ominous well, you uh, talk about across the pond Yoko know? back in the news uh this male nurse out of Germany was already doing life uh in prison for uh some human centipede shit or what uh, almost
1: yeah. uh, this oh, guy fucking
0: Germans you know he uh, was caught he's 41 I'm not going to say his name first off because I'm going to say it well I would say it right but I'm not going to say it either way uh, he's one of most Europe's most gruesome mass murderers since the second world war what he would do so him and the guy from Norway who killed all the people
1: killed all that's people. their only two right yep Yeah. Uh, I mean Hannibal Lecter was oh, he boy. British was that a real yeah. person no, but <laughs> we'll count it.
0: Yeah. He's British. Um, where, okay. He he would drug people in the hospital and then try and resuscitate them to look like a hero. But he had a very low rate of resuscitation. <laughs> oh so God. he was killing these people. And uh, I think it was like 10 people initially. And they're like, okay, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. And I think it's 10 or so years later, he's back on trial. And now that number's around 100 people from 2000 to 2005 uh ages between 34 and 96 he was putting all sorts of weird shit in them uh and then just trying to resuscitate them and out of pure boredom is what he's saying (laughs) fucked
1: up yeah at least in america we have cool serial killers like jigsaw who's trying to send a message (laughs)
0: yeah exactly he's trying to teach people a cool tricycle
1: yeah this Guy, I don't know what he's doing.
0: Unbelievable. I saw this today, and it was a small story in uh on the news. I was like, maybe it's a lot more of a big deal there, but shouldn't this be a big deal everywhere? Like, nurses they have a code, don't they? Don't kill, help, yeah, uh, that same thing, right? I don't know. Um, I don't know, protect I and that serve. Was That's nurses, right? Now, I'm not we're not going to put this in the pod, uh, like a, a picture, the picture I'm looking at, but take a look at this guy's ear. Look at that cauliflower ear. Oh, my. Are you seeing that, Tony? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and again.
1: Did he get in a fight with Khabib or something? Well, here's, I'm
0: thinking the same thing with uh, Whitey. This guy's been in prison for a few years now. I'm sure word travels. He's getting the shit kicked out of him in prison, probably. Or at least he's in a bare knuckle knuckle boxing group now. Maybe. Uh, But the ear is so disgusting uh, he's covering his face because, you know, he's up for that promotion at the hospital, I can only assume. Um, but disgusting and uh, ominous Halloween stuff. See, we wouldn't be talking much about this if this were, you know, in a week when it's Christmas time.
1: I don't want to get Halloween mixed up with real murder. <laughs> it's ominous. <laughs> it's fake murder, it's fine. but Dark and ominous. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's urban legends are, people die on. no one has movies. dressed
1: up as their favorite halloween character hitler so
0: <laughs> what <laughs> at least i hope not
2: oh boy well, i'm, I'm sure. sure there's plenty of people out there yeah that i'm sure
0: actually i saw on the news i didn't read into much of it but a dad and his son dressed up as a uh, nazi soldiers for halloween the other day
1: yeah is it historically accurate
0: they wore the whole uniform. Wasn't
1: that in uh, that uh, that dark tour show that did they had the people have to dress up as the Nazis? Yeah, yeah that was it was like us. Oh, that was weird, England, but... wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that was a good show. Uh, but that was that was that one uh, very much effed up. Uh, shall we move on to uh, a little more light-hearted what? and a little? Oh, Andy's got a, a
1: thing to add. Yeah. Just uh, have you seen any of the uh, Halloween costumes like the? the worst ones you know the most offensive you heard anything about these or heard any i mean everything's offensive now so which one no i I just saw one that i thought was uh funny it was uh sean white oh yeah simple Simple jack jack yeah (laughs) they made him like pressured him to take it off like facebook or whatever yeah because it's like hey that was making fun of people who would make fun of you know people with mental (laughs) handicaps and i don't think sean white got the joke (laughs) you shouldn't (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know. You, you can't do anything these days, and I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It was just. Uh, That's how he makes the news, I guess, in non Winter yeah. Olympic times. I don't think he knew. He the problem
1: is that he didn't know that would be offensive. You know, if he. I mean, he's a snowboarder. Yeah. Should he be? He's just like oh, he's uh, my favorite character.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He wanted to say the "make me happy" line. Um, uh, what else was there? There were, there were, there've already been yeah, 12 stories I, I a day, saw. probably. Not necessarily all like, I,
1: I think it's crazy, I just don't really, uh... You
0: have Megyn Kelly doing the, it's okay to be in blackface. Yeah. And she lost her job and got well, $70 million or something. Did she end up getting that? I don't know, but I saw that like. they're going back and forth on that. And, uh, she won't yeah. take less than, was it 70 or was it 50? I don't know.
1: But take the money, because I remember, uh, Les Moonves was going to get a buyout. And then, like, one week later, it's like, oh, no, he actually harassed more people.
0: Okay, then, well, we're talking about harassment. She just said yeah. it's okay to be in blackface take at the least guaranteed when, money. when I was a kid it was okay. Uh, I, I still haven't watched that interview, but that's a little different than actually assaulting someone, saying yeah. a costume was okay when I was a kid.
1: I'm just saying the point is take take the money. Take the guaranteed money. What, are you, what else are you going to do? You're a gambling extra, man, aren't you, Andy? that extra $20 million, what are you going to do?
0: I can't believe it was that kind of money in the first place.
1: Yeah. No one really liked her. She's very pretty. So, so are a lot of people. No. No.
0: <laughs> no. Have you ever been to the DMV, Andy? I quote Jerry Seinfeld. It's a leper colony. I don't think that's the casting for you know new shows. It's DMV. usually guys. That's why it's kind of refreshing. It's very. Hard. She's like uh, Tommy L- Lauren. Oh, the, didn't that her name? The yeah, the Facebook, Facebook girl. Yeah. She's like a young Megan Kelly. Yeah, but I don't. She's dumb compared to Megan Kelly. Probably, yeah. But nevertheless, she seems very passionate. She's always okay, yelling. Guys, okay.
1: I'm very passionate. Oh, Andy. Let's,
0: let's move on. Yeah, We're let, all passionate. Let's through. move on to the the story. Andy got a sidetrack. Uh, talking about Simple Jack and such. Oh, it was a good story. It was, actually. Um, okay. This particular story is going to be quite horrifying because it's true.
2: Ooh. Here
0: we go. Finally. It happened yesterday. Ooh, that's I'm sitting, even scarier. Let me just set the mood for you. I'm sitting okay. in my room i'm having a little bit of food i'm sitting in the corner chair got two windows directly behind me i'm uh both walls corner uh, window stuff nightstand bed Under, above those are solid wall bowser dog we already talked about he's been on the pot a lot today we're gonna have to get him in the yeah. studio have an have interview hear a few words from him <laughs> of course you know what i'm talking about we're, this sounds so much like him. we already talking about with the food the candy uh The second you have food, he comes over and just stares at you and drools, and he thinks you're going to give it to him because everything's for him. No, that was uh, not what I was going to do. So I'm eating this thing, and he's as close as Andy is to me right now, which is about a couple of feet. Uh, I finish my food. He's still staring at me. I still have the plate. I'm holding it. And by the way, I'm watching The Shining. I'm going to Colorado tomorrow. I'm, I'm getting... Setting the mood. What uh what time was this at? Probably like five thirty. Maybe okay. six. So the like sun's that. still out. Sun is still out, but it's kind of going. But that's down.
1: That's the scariest time. You think you're all safe, but you're not.
0: Go, uh, here we go. So he's staring at me directly. And then he kind of starts to move his head a little bit to the left or my right. Staring directly over my nightstand at that wall. He then proceeds. He's still seated. He then proceeds to kind of like arch his 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 ass up in the air, so he's like halfway standing and halfway seated, uh, seated rather, and just starts growling and barking. And this goes on. He kind of stops for a second and then goes back at it. And he's just staring above my uh, nightstand, staring into the wall. There's not a glare, no reflection, nothing going on on that wall. I'm looking at it, and he's doing his heavy-duty growl and the big bark that he can do. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It kind of freaked me out. And yeah. I knew I had to come to the pod to talk about it.
1: Yeah, he's done this before. Usually you find, like, the glare. Usually, yeah, there's a glare. But we're not so sure he doesn't see into another, you know, timeline. People,
2: people will say that, too, is, like, animals, animals know, yeah, can see things that you can't. That's why it always is creepy if you're around an animal and all of a sudden it just starts barking at literally nothing because you're just kind of yeah. like okay what's, what's they know there? if you're possessed they say like cats can you know the reason the
1: reason my former roommates cat didn't like me because i wasn't possessed she was there you go <laughs> that cat was used to everyone else being
0: <laughs> probably true but what what do you what do you think of that with bowser do you think that was
1: uh we all know he's lost his mind like or he never even really had one to begin <laughs> with but he, he it is scary where it just he does he see something you, you know like oh animals do have this sense so is there something there? i thought
0: there? it was a little bizarre yeah it didn't freak me was, out luke was in
1: camouflage <laughs> looking over you you couldn't tell he was up on
0: the wall so uh <laughs> while we're here are we gonna
2: share some scary stories well, are... i i i opened the floor seeing with people that we know because i've so never... okay
1: andy sorry <laughs> sorry to interrupt you i just want to make sure we get the right flow going we were going to talk a bit about sports okay we can you want back. to do that first and get back Yeah, let's get go deep
2: let's get into the sports talk the about a teaser yeah we can yeah. Get... To it, this makes people want to keep listening because trust me, these are good stories. Oh yeah. So uh, with sports, I mean, I'll start off, Andy, because I don't, I don't know how you want to take it, but uh, <laughs> the biggest sports news over the last few days was that the Boston Red Sox yet again won a World Series. Andy over here, big Dodger fan, passionate Dodger fan, bleeds blue, and I get to a point where like as friends, as good friends, you always secretly you won't admit it, but you always secretly like watching your buddy's favorite team lose. But I'm at a point Whoa. now where I feel bad for Andy. <laughs> and I don't feel so, bad saying that to Andy because I know he loves watching the Steelers lose and the Lakers. So, yeah, mm. I think
1: it's a uh, a thing where if you know your friend's team is, like, unsuccessful or just a yeah. bad bad luck. Like, I have a friend, a big Vikings fan, and it's just like, I know it's like, I can't, like, I'm not going to ever, like, gloat. Like, after last year where the Vikings uh, lost that horrible championship game. The week before, I watched the the, the miracle against the, the Saints. Yeah. And it's like, I'd never seen him so happy. And then the next week it's like, okay, I'm not going yeah. to say anything like it. That's just, it's horrible. So, but no, with like the Lakers losing, I can take joy in that because the Lakers have like a thousand championships. So it's like,
2: yeah, I would never feel and, bad for making. And fun that's games. the thing is because it's like me being my, the two teams I love the most Lakers and Steelers. And then I, and I'm a ducks fan also baseball. I don't really care too much about like having a favorite team, just whoever I have money on. But those other three teams are my three favorites. I've seen the ducks win one. In my lifetime, I've seen the Lakers win five that I've, like, paid attention to. And same with the Steelers. I've seen the Steelers win two and lose one. So, and I've also seen the Lakers lose two to the Celtics and the Pistons yeah. that I've seen, like, as a fan, like, understanding sports. So, I'm spoiled with seeing, and I've seen the Ducks lose one, too. So, I've seen all my, I've seen my three main favorite teams in a total of, like, over ten
1: championships. And it's, Which is nothing it's compared nice. to being a Boston fan. That's the crazy part of it. Yeah. Well, in the sixties, seventies, or whatever. Well, just just now. So. I think uh, they've had like. 15 That's true. I guess I completely in, wasn't even thinking in the last of the twenty years. No. Yeah, you're right. Celtics won one. Bruins have won one. But Patriots regardless, one five. Reds I do.
2: I, I get to a point sometimes where I see someone like you, huge Dodger fan, huge Clipper fan, huge Charger fan, and then I got a buddy of mine out in Utah now, huge Chiefs fan, and it's to a point where it's like I'd almost, I'd like to see you guys see your team win once, just to like. Kind of see how you react. Is it going to be a moment you just sit there in silence? Are you going to shed a tear?
1: Yeah.
2: Is it going to be like a big weight off your shoulders? Like, finally, I've gotten to see my favorite team win a championship. Well, I know
1: part of that feeling because I'd never seen any of my teams go to a championship at all. So last year when the Dodgers finally made the World Series, I remember that was so exciting. Kiki Hernandez hit three home runs and it was like, it might actually happen. But whenever I feel like it's going to happen, that's when it falls apart. Like when the Clippers went up three-two against Houston, and they still had to beat Golden State the next round, but I was like, they're playing so well, they, they actually have a chance. And then maybe the worst, the lowest moment of like my sports fandom happened in Game Six. Um, so it's just like it's always, it's always tough. Like, yep.
2: But baseball, I already saw something so stupid the other day. This shit always pisses me off. The day after the World Series, they already came out with the too soon 2019 power rankings. Oh, yeah. And from what I can recall off the top of my head, I think the top five was like Astros. I know Astros and Dodgers were one and two. And then I want to say it was the Yankees, then Red Sox, then Braves or something. I think they had the Red Sox five, but yeah, I read that too. Well, the Braves
1: were like six or something. It was crazy to have the defending
2: champions low like that. Yeah, that means someone, some people... But here's the thing with the Dodgers. I mean, we don't need to get too into this because it's going to be a ways away, but... Kershaw's a free agent.
1: Yeah, I think we'll and talk was, about their offseason. Yeah,
2: we'll get later. there. That's just a little teaser for a future podcast. But when you were listening to that interview, he basically kind of hinted that like he's not sure what he's going to do. Like It wasn't like he even came out and specifically said, oh, I don't see myself leaving. He even said, like I've got decisions to make, things to think about, but I, this isn't about me. It's about the team right now. I'm not going to make this about me. So It'll be interesting to see where what ends up happening with him. But anyway. But in uh, other news... Two other main things I want to talk about was with both football, college and pros. So do you want to talk about the college uh, find the actual playoff rankings coming out first? Or oh, did that? I line. didn't even see that. Okay, then I'll just wow, do that. I'll boy. do that briefly. So today was the first day with real the real college playoff rankings coming out. So, like, obviously over the last couple months you've seen your teams ranked. And believe it or not, those rankings don't mean shit towards the actual players. Who's going to make the playoffs? The rankings that came out today and the rankings you'll see from here on out are what matters. So from what I can remember off the top of my head, I'll do my best to remember the top 10 in order. I'm going to say Alabama number one. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I'll get there. I'll go from top to bottom or bottom, whatever, however you want to say it. 10 to one. So I believe number 10, if I remember correctly, was Ohio State. That's low. I don't like that. Number nine was Kentucky. And Andy, here comes a Pac-12 team. Number eight was Washington State, which is insane to me. Yeah. Number seven, oh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma was number seven. Number six was Georgia. Number five was Michigan. Four was Notre Dame. Three was LSU. Two Clemson, one Alabama. But the interesting thing is LSU plays Alabama yeah. this week. So in my eyes – it's kind of interesting that they made him number three because I don't think they, they're a 14 and a half point underdog right now at home to Alabama, which just tells you, you're telling me that's the difference right now between one and three is 15 points. That tells you how Dom, especially well, with, at with home. the home
1: field advantage, it's exactly, really like too. 17 or 20. Yeah,
2: Exactly. They say home fields or... were three points. So yeah, you're really looking at a 17 point difference between one and three. That's remarkable to me. But, uh, We'll see. I mean, now what I'm going to be interested about is obviously if LSU beats Alabama, LSU's going to jump up. Well, they're for real. You know, world will blow up. But if LSU, what I'm curious about is if LSU, let's say, loses by like three points, what are you going to do to them? Because if you're saying Alabama's really that dominant, you already have LSU at number three. Means you think they're good, but then that would mean they have two losses now because they've lost to Florida. Also, I don't know. What you end up doing there? I mean, I think I would have to assume Michigan jumps in, and then there was always this controversy with between Michigan and Notre Dame, because Notre Dame is undefeated. That if Notre Dame has one loss and Michigan has one loss, what would you do? Because Notre Dame beat Michigan, but obviously we all know Michigan's played a tougher schedule. Yeah. So it's going to get really exciting over in the month of November to see what ends up happening. So uh, Texas to all these is teams. the team that
1: kind of drops out there.
2: Yeah, they went down to I want to say like 16. Wow. That lost at Oklahoma State hurt. And I think they lost. No, they end up coming back making it a little close. But still, Oklahoma State was not a uh, big, big name this year. So, we'll see. I mean, it's a little exciting. UCF, a team that everyone likes to pay attention to, number 12. They're also undefeated still. They're one of yeah. like four undefeated teams or so. And then Florida was 11. So, we'll see. It's going to be a good finish. Uh, but, yeah, that was just the quick little college news. And for the pros, we had a few trades today a few uh big trades very exciting day
1: you don't see this in the nfl you really don't so i'm, I'm i think it's great that teams are kind of recognizing like oh it's not going to happen for us this year and just trying to get something because there are a couple teams that are not that far to the playoff race that traded i think uh the lions traded golden tate i thought that was a little surprising but i think they feel that you know they have two other receivers they don't need him so so, yeah, so Golden Tate's going I, to Philly. I think that, it's a great move for Philly. Really
2: quick, what I think the reason with that with Golden Tate is the how well that Galladay guy has yeah. done this year. If Galladay hadn't been doing very good, very well this year, I think maybe they would have kept on Golden Tate. But the fact that he is doing good, they're like, okay, this is maybe our future. And yeah, we can get something for Golden Tate because Philly could use another receiver. And they don't, I think it ends up helping both teams.
1: Yeah, and they said uh, Tate's a free agent, so they weren't going to exactly, wasn't a long-term so. guy. Exactly. But it's it is strange to think like well lions are still in it right like that divi- that division is close
2: yeah the division's not very strong they just we're made here.
1: a trade last week
2: and speaking of that so. division while we're at it the packers made some sales today too yeah they uh, I think the bigger one was obviously their safety haha Clinton Dix arguably the best name in football yeah it's fake though he got yeah it's really he, like Jonathan or something he got traded to the Redskins which honestly I like that the Redskins are making moves they got uh the one guy the. No, that was the Saints. The Redskins got someone else though recently, didn't they? Um, I could have sworn sure. they got someone else, but maybe not. Well, yeah. anyway, the Redskins. I like what they're doing right now. You got a Alex Smith that's a decent quarterback. Adrian Peterson, I was listening today, is on pace for over fifteen hundred rush yards this year, which yeah. I don't think he's done in a while. He had another big game last week. And then now you get you add some defense in the secondary. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. They already have a, a Norman out there. So I mean, and their other safety is good. I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, so they they have a solid team, and they're in probably the worst division in football right now. Yeah, the way the Giants and Cowboys play and stuff. We should so- we should have bet. I remember when we did our
1: over unders, I said take, you know, put like two hundred on the Redskins and like five hundred on the Eagles, because I don't see the Cowboys or Giants winning yeah, I, this division. Yeah, I do remember that. And I was like, you would have guaranteed yourself some money, and could have just done the Redskins. They look. They're not good.
2: Yeah, I know they're not. That's why it's but funny. They, because it looks like they have a chance. They're going to get – if they win that division with, like, eight or nine – with, like, let's say nine wins, you're going to go against a team like – let's assume the Rams and Saints have the first-round buys. You're going to go against, like, a Minnesota or something, right?
1: Yeah, they'd go against a,
2: a wild card.
1: Yeah, because they would win the so. division.
2: So, it probably not Minnesota, but maybe, like, a Green Bay or a – Seattle. I don't know. No, maybe. Four and three? And yeah, we'll see. That'll definitely be exciting later on. But uh, really, uh, another one was the Houston Texans, who are very much in this fight also, I believe, at 5-3. and 5-3 and three leading the division. They lost uh, Will Fuller to an ACL injury, which was a big blow because Will Fuller is one of those quiet wide receivers you don't know too much about, but he's very good. And they got Demarius Thomas. So it'll be interesting to see how Thomas does because Thomas is, I mean, I'd like to think he's still a good wide receiver, but he hasn't just been productive at all because Denver hasn't had a solid quarterback yep. in a while. So it'll be interesting to see how he does with Watson. I think he might actually get reamped also, so this could help him. He's
1: just not he's not the same guy though. I saw something like Denver trades their, you know, all pro wide receiver. like no, he's not he's he's over thirty. I know. So I think he could be better than he has been, but he's not he's not a top twenty receiver. No, he's
2: not. I was listening to the these the Vegas podcast earlier, these sports betting guys, and they were even saying that I guess the spread went up like a whole point or something, point and a half when uh, they got news that Thomas went to the Texans and they said that's too much, they say uh, Demarius Thomas at best is worth half a point to a line movement. So that just goes to even see that a lot of these guys aren't too crazy on it. But uh, the other thing was, uh, really briefly, I wanted to cover was that Green Bay and Rams game the other day, how Ty Montgomery got traded today. And he made a big mistake in that game Sunday because... He got the ball in the end zone. There was a little over two minutes left in the game, and he decided to run the ball out, and he fumbled. And that ultimately cost them the game. It cost them a chance to have Aaron Rodgers have the football and only need to get, like, 45, 50 yards to get them in field goal range to take the lead and possibly win the game. He fumbles, and I guess uh, Mike McCarthy had a huge, had, like, a rule on the team with if it gets to the point in that game when there's a little bit north of two minutes left, you 100%, you kneel that ball in the end zone because we want to get the extra time out. And not only that, it's like you have Aaron Rodgers also, and Montgomery even, I guess, had come out and said after the game that he was just frustrated with his role on the team right now and stuff and doesn't know what his role is and was just went out there angry and kind of wanted to make something happen. It's like, well, you fumbled. And now he's on the Baltimore Ravens. But it's just crazy to me. And then I know a lot of people are up here getting all freaked out because Todd Gurley got a handoff on a on a with a few minutes with about a minute and a half or so a minute 20 left in the game Green Bay was out of timeouts or he gets a handoff and he could have scored a touchdown but he decided to like kind of stop and let himself get tackled so that he could the team could ultimately just kneel the ball and win the game and that's what they did and then you have all those people out there because there's people like my uncles personally that are all these conspiracy theorists and all these people out there because the line in that game oh, I yeah. think opened up at like was around eight and a half to nine in some places, but I think the side I used it closed at seven and a half. Well just any anyone who uh, you know, bought points or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. So ultimately, let's just say the spread was between seven and a half and nine most places. That touchdown would have given them an eight point lead, the extra point would have given them nine. So people with the Rams would have won their bet, most likely, and then people with the Packers would have lost. So you get those people out there upset, like, oh you gotta be kidding me, like blah blah blah, and then you get people like my uncles that think everything's fixed and everything blah 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 that you know think the weather is controlled by the government and stuff like that but uh the funny thing is is people don't understand that that's just great that's a well-coached guy that's a guy that puts his team first because let's say he would have scored in up eight what if they missed the extra point now you're going to yeah. give Aaron Rodgers over a minute to go tie, try to tie this game up he and what I like about it too is we're talking about the guy that leads the league in like total touchdowns this guy's been phenomenal this year He's had a touchdown In I think it was 11 straight games now And he could have Kept padding his stats But he's well coached And he decided You know what No I'm going to take a I'm going to sit down Make sure we win this game And it was, what I really liked After the game Was he had a quote That said I don't care about Your fantasy league I don't care about Vegas All I care about Is we won the game And that's the attitude I honestly like to hear Because that's the thing Is fantasy football also Everyone always talks about The spreads and stuff But fantasy football Has become so big That yeah. people are getting upset When certain players Aren't playing And stuff like that. I remember Beckham last year had a quote, too, that said something around the line of, like, I don't care about your fantasy team. Like, I'm more concerned about my health, you know, when he got hurt and stuff. Yeah, you can't expect any players to care about that. It's meaningless.
1: But it was surprising because Todd Gurley is on pace for 30 total touchdowns. And that's what I'm saying. The record is 31. So if he got that extra touchdown, he'd be on pace for 32. But that's what
2: I'm saying. Like, some people,
1: they just... So I care, as a Chargers fan, that LaDainian (laughs) Thomason keeps that record. So I'm fine with him not taking that touchdown. But it's also just crazy to think. I thought that record was absolutely untouchable with the with the way the running game has gone the last 10 years. Like, yeah. Nobody gets enough touches to get that many touchdowns. And that's touchdowns, total touchdowns, touchdowns, right? Yeah, or just rushing. Total, it's right? total. Well,
2: that's the thing, though. Gurley gets a lot receiving. of receiving yeah. stuff. But uh, also, really quickly, this will be the last thing I think we'll talk about with sports. I have to talk about last night. I completely forgot about Klay Thompson. Oh, yeah. that Insane. When, when somebody... One of my friends had texted our little group chat we're in. And when he told me what the score was at halftime, I didn't even believe it. The 95. Golden State Warriors were beating the Bulls 92-50 to 50 at it halftime. Was 92. It was 92. Yeah. to 50 92-50. Tom- and then I looked. I'm like, who's scoring? Oh, holy shit. Clay Thompson has 10 threes in the first half. And I believe he had six in the first quarter. And what I liked was... He went into halftime, and they basically looked at him and said, we're going to get you the record tonight. And obviously everyone probably knows that's a basketball fan that it, the record was held by his teammate, Steph Curry, who had 13. And he's also had 11 and 12, I think, a handful, like a few times. And Klay Thompson went out there. They kept feeding him the ball. They wanted him to get the record. And about halfway through the third quarter, he was able to hit four threes, ended up finishing the night. I mean, they took him out right after that, broke the uh, NBA record for most threes in the game. Um, with 14 he ended up going 14 of 24 and another interesting thing about clay thompson is he is now the only player in nba history and he's done it twice now where he has scored 50 points in less than 30 minutes of playing
1: yeah
2: and that's pretty remarkable insane the other time he obviously did it we know is when he set his nba other nba record he has of 36 points in one quarter i believe it was was against the sacramento kings like a few years back so that's what's pretty funny about Klay Thompson is because whenever you think of the Warriors right now, you think Steph Curry, you think Durant, but the funny thing is, is like, you look at Klay Thompson, he's got a couple, that's three solid records he's got.
1: What's actually funny to me is the day before I read something about how, it was like, Klay Thompson's shooting 13% from yeah, three Yeah, exactly, on the that's what they
2: had said. He had <laughs> only made like eight or ten threes coming into that game. Yeah. Like he was, I want to say it was something like, I mean. I think it was less. You would know math better than me, but yeah. I think something. it was half, half a three per game. He so, I, yeah, I want so to say hopefully. it was like 6 of 34 then or something like that. It was really low, it was yeah. something really bad. But, hey, that gets you out of a slum. Nothing like breaking a record. But yeah. they were saying, I mean, you look at the last couple of weeks, all three of their big guys have had big games. I think Durant dropped a good amount in New York the other night, including like 20 yeah. in the fourth. Curry dropped 11 threes and dropped 53, po- like 53 points or 51 points the other night. And then Thompson goes out and scores his points last night. It's remarkable. I
1: just wonder when Curry's going to go for the record now. Yeah. You know there's going to be a game in like January. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got seven. Well, see, and
2: that's the funny thing is all the games where Curry and Thompson, frankly, have had those nights. And, I mean, you expect that. If a guy's going to hit 13, 14 threes in a game, your team's probably kicking ass. I would love to see a game when Curry's got 11, point, 11 threes with nine minutes to go in the third and it's actually a competitive game. Because I want to see what these guys can do. And I think one day maybe Kerr just lets it happen, just takes the chance that they won't get hurt, and just sees I mean, Curry is probably capable of making 23s in a game, which is ridiculous to say, but, I mean, he's hit, like, 12, 13 threes so many times with a whole quarter to go. So.
0: Yeah. Anything can happen.
2: I think that's our uh, sports news. Just a couple little quick things to cover up, and now we're back to... Are we going to share some Halloween stories? I don't see why we wouldn't. I think the
0: warriors themselves
1: are scary enough.
0: Yeah, they're pretty horrible. They really are. Well, we left things off with uh, the haunted dog and uh, my nightstand wall. I don't know. (laughs) Andy's reaching for another candy. Hey, Andy, throw in in this way, kiddo. Yeah, share the wealth, Andy. Don't just give them all to Bowser. I already ate three.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) This is hard. What do you want?
0: Surprise us. Uh Tony, did you have a story you wanted to get into? I mean, I have a
2: few stories from, like, just, like, past times with uh, my... Uh, my
0: stuff. I've had stuff happen with my grandma. Oh, really quick. Can I get something better than just a piece yeah, of chocolate? Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't even know you had this in there. This is just a regular Hershey yeah, chocolate bar. unless there's a bar. graham
2: cracker or s'mores to go with yeah. that, maybe. maybe just hand that to Sean.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the bidding here.
2: So, anyway, I've had a few stories with uh, my grandma... Uh, She used to have some stuff go on at her house, and then one of my mom's friends that she used to work with Used to have stuff go on with their house, so I'll just briefly talk about the stuff. They said they would hear So my grandma when she was around would hear Stuff uh, they she would be downstairs they had a den her and my grandpa would be down there and they would hear what sounded like Footsteps coming from upstairs like it sounded like someone was upstairs walking when obviously no one was home There was a rocking chair in a room that would rock that they would hear rocking again when they were downstairs and, like, no windows are open up there, no nothing. And then uh, other stuff would be they would claim that they would leave and then when they would come back, like, a book that wasn't out on the coffee table would be. And just, like, kind of just weird stuff like that. My grandma swears, you know, rest in peace now. I'm sure she's listening. But she swears that there was a night where she fell asleep in the den and when she woke up, she saw someone standing in, like, shit, the... Because the way it was is, like, in the den, it was, like, a wide... It was an open room, so there was no door in there. It was just, like, to your left, you could go into, like, a family room, and then to your right, you could walk down a little hallway to the kitchen. And she said she woke up, and, like, in, like, I believe it was the one near the family room, she said she saw a perfect figure of a guy wearing a smoking jacket. Oh, damn! And again, for those who believe, those who don't, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, everyone, I think we've all had our eyes play tricks on us, possibly, and stuff, but... You go along with the fact of all the other stuff they would hear is weird. And my mom would, uh, when they would go out of town, my mom would do the, the would get bring in their mail. And she would even say she always kind of rushed it because she, uh, always just felt like someone was watching her. And I don't, we've all, I don't know. We've all had that feeling before. I think where you do feel like someone's watching you and have, and sometimes you are actually being watched. It is creepy when you do get that yeah. weird feeling that someone actually is watching you. It's just a and weird intuition thing. And that's weird in thing. itself that you can feel someone watching you. Because I'll always forget, I remember one time we were at my, our buddy's house and his older brother, I think they were like seniors in high school and we were like sophomores at the time, we were going to go walk to uh, the local, like they said they were going to walk to like the Albertsons or something that was around the area that was within walking distance. And they left and all of us, literally there was like three or four of us in there, all of us were kind of like, you know, all felt kind of weird like we felt like someone was watching us and then sure enough the phone rang and it was like weird voices and stuff and sure enough his brother and his friend had gone into the backyard and were trying to like fuck with us and like call the house and knock on the doors and stuff but it was just weird how all of us really did feel like we were being watched and then Sounds
1: like a terrible prank.
2: Yeah. Uh, Ooh, we'll we're, we're call you.
0: Well, it was just like, I don't know. We were got to keep my we were like 14, 15 at the time too. So you bring up a prank and uh, that reminded me of a story. Now, this is one that didn't involve me. It was it happened to my brother. Uh, but he told me, and it always stuck with me because I thought it was so, like, horrifying. Uh, they're in high school at the time. And uh, it was in, I believe, Rocking Horse Ridge area. Maybe it was a... Um, a pretty scary area. Maybe it was uh, maybe a ranch. I don't even remember oh. anymore. But uh, there was a house that was abandoned. And uh, they would go into this house, like it was a big house. They would go in there and you know have beers or hang out or do whatever. Um, and like a few other friends would all go there type of thing. Well, one night it was him and like a handful of friends, a couple girls, a couple guys, something like that. And two of the guys like didn't want to go to the house. They were going to go home and just call it an early night. But then uh, my my brother, his buddy, and two girls, I believe, uh, went to the place and. Uh, They're going inside and, like, kind of spreading out, if you will. Uh, Two people are in the hallway, and it's a long hallway to, like, the family room. And uh, my brother's in the back at the front door. And he just hears two two people in front of him scream. Bloody murder. And then he hears a chainsaw turn on. And... (laughs) I shit you not, he swears this to me. I mean, we haven't, haven't spoken this since, but he's told me You know, at the time. They jumped through the bathroom window, he and uh, one of the girls, and get the hell out of there. He didn't see the other two. Turns out, the two people, the two friends that went uh, home, went home, grabbed a chainsaw, removed the chain, thank God, and went there and beat him to the house and scared the shit out of him. How would... scared would you be? I'd Man, be horrified. Just, what kind of gardeners are here right now, or something? Oh, Andy, they were the, in the house, like they popped out behind a chair or something. They saw the chainsaw.
1: No, I just no, heard. They,
0: they ripped it, and oh, okay. they they saw the people in there. All right. Uh, I remember they're also saying like they're gonna make one of their friends stay the night in the house, like.
1: Oh yeah, that's always in goosebumps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that would oh I would that would, that would freak me the hell out. What do you got, Andy? Any in the spooky stories?
1: Yeah, I got something uh, spooky, and then involves uh, you. That Me? It's a. Uh, it's funny and sad, and <laughs> it's sad. I'll tell you why it's scary. Was it like Forrest Gump or something? Yeah, <laughs> this was. Uh, we were uh, pretty young, like just turned twenty-one. We went to uh, downtown Fullerton, as you did at that age. Yeah, and uh, you know, Sean here uh, would like to drink a lot more than he used to. Drink too much, and it uh, was have went went kind of wild and uh got to the point like hey we got, he's got to go home <laughs> like he tried to run to the middle of the street and I like to party <laughs> had to pull him out and like no okay we're going home so we're walking back to the car cuz he had to you know park you know 10 blocks away for some reason I don't know um we're just walking and I wasn't driving right no okay I was driving going to drive you home and so you're just walking next to me and I think it was just me I can't remember if the other people we were with we're leaving with us, um, and you just said like, "All right, Rahul, you can drop me off here." <laughs> this is while we're walking on a sidewalk, what? and Rahul is a real person, but he was not there, and I don't know when the last time you saw him. What? And it was like this is hilarious, but then it's also like, if you believe in like other. Universes, other dimensions, or something. Where you the car. <laughs> did you you drank too much that you went into another place? Because yeah, you were clearly oh not in a car. Gosh! It's like I don't know if that's just a drunk thing or <laughs> it was like funny at the time, but then also like, what the hell? Like where, where did his
2: mind go at that point? Like that's kind of horrifying. <laughs> that is horrifying, and that reminds me of the type of stuff our friend Kieran. <laughs> she gets weird when she gets drunk. Because I remember there was a time we were watching all watching Paranormal Activity together. And that always, that goes in your head, too. I remember she had woke up. There was like four or five of us over. And this is when you, I think, had only been living there for like two months then, because I think it was in October. And she like bolts up kind of, doesn't say a word. She starts like erratically looking for something. And I remember I'm standing kind of near the door, and Andy was in there. I don't remember if anyone else was in there. Joe might have been. I think think it was Joe. Joe. So it was just the four of us. And she starts looking around, and we're asking, like, hey, "Karen, Karen, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? And she just wouldn't say, literally said no words, and then walks behind the couch, which is right into the kitchen, and goes into the bathroom, which the light was off and stayed off the whole time she was in there. Oh, wow. Still looking for something, comes out, and I'll never forget, she kind of walked towards me with, like, a more than normal walking speed. I remember thinking to myself, I just watched Paranormal roll I'm like, this is it. <laughs> she's going to, she's going to throw me up against the top of the ceiling. And that's just how it ends <laughs> for me. And you know what? Like maybe that's just how it was meant to go. But, uh, instead she just kind of turned and went upstairs. Turns out later on, it it was her phone she was looking for. And I don't know where she found it, but I just remember Andy looking at me as I was leaving and was like, don't leave me with this. And it's like, <laughs> you got to get used to it, Andy. This is, this is your life for the next 10 months.
0: Yeah. I'm just <laughs>
1: Just lock the door. Well, or close the door. I don't know if you can lock it, but...
0: Put a shelf in front of it or something.
1: Yeah, I try to rationalize, but even sometimes you just... Your body... You could feel it in your body more than your your head, you know? It's like, there's something...
2: So I do want to say, quickly, another story of my mom's friend. Like, stuff that she would have at her house. Because there's three things that she said that stand out to me. Number one was, uh... She actually used to live in this house with her ex-husband. And... They had a dog together, and the dog had passed away, and they decided to bury it in the backyard, which a lot of people do that are attached to their dog. So they buried it in the backyard, and they would both... And here's the thing. is like when you just hear something, it's like, okay, people believe you. Maybe they believe you. Maybe they don't, but it is what it is. But when someone else hears it, it's kind of when you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. you know, if you can get two different people to hear the same thing, you're like, okay, wait a minute. So they would claim they had hardwood floors, they would claim there would be times where they would hear what sounded like a dog's claw marks, like hitting the hardwood floor walking. And they said one of the times when they heard it, they thought it was their dog and their dog was laying down. So that was kind of a weird thing. And then another weird thing was uh, one time she was in the kitchen and the kitchen would look out into the backyard. And she's going through the mail and she looks through the backyard in the corner of her eye and sees a person back there like walk she said it was from like waist up walk like what looked like just basically through the barbecue type thing and she went in the front yard and then her husband was out there and was like hey what were you doing in the backyard just now and he was like i was haven't been in the backyard i've just been in the front yard so that was kind of creepy and then the last thing was and this would happen often was in the middle of the night so their bedroom was by their side yard and they had a gate and they said off like a lot of times they would hear what sounded like in the middle of the night. Somebody grabbing their gate and like rattling it, whoa! Which is kind of which is kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah, a lot creepy. And they had like a old. It was like an older house in like Garden Grove. So with me, it's like yeah,
1: it's the older. That's always the thing with older houses. Yeah, that have been there for a long time because they have the history. Because
2: but I was going to say I meant to say this earlier too with with your house where you live. uh, Your roommate, he's looking at me. Yeah, Dobby. Sorry, yeah, Sean, his uh, roommates. I believe it was grandmother passed away in this house.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, who's to say? Yeah. Who's Um, to say? So, a couple of things from that. One from the story. You never really hear about a ghost dog. I don't know if that's cool or horrifying because maybe it's like a a wolf. Um, Um, I'm trying to think about, yeah, there's got to be ghost dogs out there. Well, apparently so. Uh, But also, we're talking about old houses. Tomorrow night, Halloween night. Yeah. I will be sleeping in a house that's 102 years old. Really? In Colorado Springs. Now, that's, if that doesn't jack you up, I don't know what will. I didn't know that was even a, a town back then. It was an old barn turned into a home.
1: So there's like ghosts of cows. And yeah, stuff.
0: definitely like a dead pig in there or something. That's. I'm pretty sure it was a barn. Yeah, it used to be red, so. That's uh, how you know it's a barn. Yeah. How else would you know? You'd just be like, look at that weird church. So... I may come back with a haunted story. We may not actually be done talking about Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's crazy.
2: It's crazy to think tomorrow's already.
0: But okay, here's the funny thing. So we had a Halloween party over the weekend. On Saturday night, on Sunday, I went to the gym, and I'm driving home, and I passed a pumpkin patch, and it was flooded with people, and I was thinking to myself, "It's like these cheap people trying buying the all the pumpkins the day after Halloween." And then a minute went by. I was like, "Wait, it's not November. Halloween didn't even happen. It happened already in my mind, though, because of that Halloween party." But
1: yeah, the last two years we've had midweek Halloween. So
0: why can't it be like Thanksgiving, where it's just
1: the last Friday of the month? Well, I, we we're talking about that on the way over here.
0: Where's that platform, Mister uh,
1: uh, Politicians? No, this that is a it is a platform for some people to yeah. move it to Saturday, whatever the closest Saturday to the end of the month is. Yeah. So that, like, kids could actually don't have to, like, go trick-or-treating on a school night. If only
0: Ted Cruz had had yeah. that in his plan. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> There's still time. There's an election in a week. Well, I don't think anyone's going to be <laughs> able to throw that in there. Quick oh, add. by the
1: way. <laughs> but it's for next Halloween. I'm sorry. I can't do anything.
0: Okay, so actually,
2: I don't. we've already covered this. Let's say that daylight savings thing does go through. When does that become effect then, after this daylight savings? Oh, be like- I don't know.
0: That stuff takes like five years yeah. to enact, oh,
1: okay. but sometimes like the like marijuana it, it, thing, it's like oh, it's legal now. Like it's not gonna. It's just not selling it, but
2: that's like, saying I guess with the sports betting stuff too, right? Yeah. I mean, that just became legal, but it's not really legal in many places yet. But uh, the, the interesting thing though with me with like the daylight saving stuff, I mean, is that it just seems like to me over the last the year over the years it's become less and less. Anyway, like I remember time changing in the middle of October and not going back till March. Yeah. Now, time doesn't change till the it's, it's first longer. weekend in November, and then you're already setting your clocks, jumping them back ahead in like the first weekend of March. So I mean, it only is like that for basically the majority of November and then December, January, February. So I mean, yeah, it no. only is, it already only is like four out of the twelve months anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not that, not that big. Yeah, and I don't understand because that's when the days are shorter too. So, there's yeah, less, so like there's less daylight, want... and then they want us to wake up later in the day. So like doesn't make sense.
0: That's how they get you. Yeah. But uh, should we move off of the scary stuff and get into um, some movies? Well, I have another yeah. scary story. Andy has another. Know. One last thing. Let's, so, let's hear it. Uh, it
1: was a, maybe a couple years ago, I was leaving a friend's house pretty late. I didn't like to sleep over there. And just even there though, in
2: general or just friend's houses?
1: Uh, typically any friend's house. Yeah. I like to get in my own bed. Yeah, sure but sure. he was a little farther, so it wasn't like you know I wanted to m- really make sure I was good to drive.
0: Oh, so a little side time. note. Andy is notorious for... You know this, Tony. When he would have a little bit too much to drink, he would wait. He would sleep, wake up at like four in the morning and then yeah. drive home, <laughs> which sounds like the yeah. the worst of both worlds. Like, you're already pock committed to Just sleep there.
1: Yeah. Well, this is what I did that day. <laughs> See, that's his move. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, maybe like three, three in the morning or something. And so nobody should be out.
0: That's the most dangerous so hour on the road. I'm leaving his
1: Saturday, house. Yeah, it actually is. He lives in a, a little like complex where it's like two – connected at four units in two houses and he lives in like the back one so i'm walking out of his driveway and i get beyond the wall he's, he's right next to like a power plant too perfect and right in front of the power plant is just like a these short bushes and some trees it's like dark there so i walk past get out of the driveway so now on the sidewalk and then i see out of the corner of my eye just like a guy like stumbling around in just in the bushes there and i was like what like I just freaked out. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to go to my car because I would have to get actually closer. To get to my car, I'd have to get even closer to where this guy was. He was maybe five feet from where my car was, just in these, like, perfect bushes, just, like, stumbling around. And so I just went back into my friend's house. and I told him, like, I, this could be a zombie. Like, I would <laughs> – like, that's stupid, but this might be a zombie. Like, come – The first come one. Out. Come check this out. Like, this is how it happened. <laughs> and, like, we went out there and – Like, slowly, and, like, he he brought a bat, and, like, just, like, got, like, closer to him, like, put a flashlight, and he was just, just stumbling around, and I was like, okay, I fuck this, and I just ran to my car and drove away, and then I asked later, he's like, yeah, that just, that had to be just a drunk guy, (laughs) just, just wandering.
0: What was that? Like,
1: I don't know where, because there's not, like, there was a bar close to there, Yeah. but it was just, like, what, it was, like, that was a zombie, that was as close to a zombie as you're gonna find
0: (laughs) good thing executive producer wasn't there he would (laughs) have shot (laughs) this is it (laughs) this is what we trained for um that is weird yeah you you never know what you're going to encounter on a weekend night and anywhere honestly um are we ready to talk a little box office yeah i think so all right let's kick things off with a bang 80 percent. it's like deja vu Halloween, $31 million, coming in number one. And a couple of us will have a review of that coming up here soon. Stars Born, 90%, 14.1%, quite a wide margin. Then you got Venom, 10.8%, 30%. Goosebumps, staying up there. Respect, we still haven't seen that, by the way. 10.8 million, or no, or sorry, 7.3 million. And then Hunter Killer, boo, uh, hate you give, and so on and so forth. Mid-90s, is coming in at the bottom, 77% now. $3 million.
1: I think it wasn't. I think it was very, maybe like theaters, 12 yeah. screens or yeah. something.
0: Uh, but there you go. Um, and like I said, Tony and I will do a little uh, review of uh, Halloween when we get to the what we're watching part. But uh, let's go straight to what's coming out this week. There's one that I was excited to talk about. I still am excited to talk about. Critics can't tell me what to think. And that, of course, is bodied. No, I'm just kidding. 88% for that one. You know anything about it? no I honestly haven't done any research on majority of these coming out you got Boy Erased 84%
1: this this looks good this is Joel Edgerton yes as a, like a head of a gay conversion camp Russell Crowe Nicole Kidman since all the great Australian actors we all know yeah just need a Hemsworth
0: yeah I was gonna say where are the Chris guys uh, I haven't seen a trailer for this I don't think um, interesting nobody's fool no score yet and the nutcracker and the four something or others i keep seeing that the, looks
1: horrible the wow.
0: commercial for this it's just morgan freeman's voice and um it's a christmas thing themed thing coming out so soon i don't Well, get they it. want to capitalize it's uh again no score yet it's a disney movie i think we played the game on it we haven't played that in a while and uh we'll get to that after i talk about this one for a second Bohemian Rhapsody, 56%. It's gone up a couple points, but it's still floating right there around the dead center. I don't care. I'm going to see it. I want to see this. I'm excited. I think uh, Rami Malek will be great. I think the movie's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be spectacular, but few of them can be. I want to see it.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's just wor- worth going uh, out to the theater to see it, but maybe because of the music it is. Maybe
0: yeah, I think it would be, I it'd be cool... Now, I didn't say I'm going to see it in theaters. I would like to, but I don't see many movies. I'm not Carter. I don't see a lot of movies in theaters. It's just how it is. It's unfortunate. kind.
2: Also, to be honest with you, I don't really... The one thing with me with seeing movies in theaters now is it just seems like everybody's just talking so much in theaters nowadays and moving around. I think it's tough for people to sit still for two hours and be quiet and watch a movie. Yeah. Especially when, like, younger people go, but... I I I think uh, my experience is
1: don't see a movie that's, like less than two weeks old because then it's a little more crowded and there's yeah there's a lot of those people yeah that are in it for like oh what's out this week we're just it's a social thing rather than people who really want yeah. to see the movie um
0: all right well should we play the uh game on the nutcracker sure tony you see a trailer for this no oh i actually did yeah i did just see a trailer they've been running them like crazy at least on um, yeah, who's the woman shows i'm watching uh, uh karen knightley or something let like me you? go to that if it is that's a little step in the right direction <laughs> yeah, for it i would agree i'm a big fan it is yes kira knightley uh you've got helen mirren she's also a woman yeah she's good she's great um she's mackenzie foy i don't know that's the girl yeah what gave it away andy uh, i mean
1: like the young girl
0: okay uh who plays so, the
1: main character
0: yeah it's pg it's obviously for kids um I honestly have no idea what th- all I know about a nutcracker is. They crack it's, nuts, and no, it's that they're like usually play. little like uh, drummer boys, and you put them up on the mantle, and that's that. It's a Christmas thing. Yeah, it's the ballet
1: thing, but I think it's that. But like, told in the whole story. Andy, I was
0: kidding by the way. <laughs> so,
1: I don't know. There's much of a plot to that. Yeah, I don't know. Black
0: Swan was good, so maybe this will be okay too. Of course, Black Swan had. Well, that was about people doing stuff it was about people uh but anyway let's uh let's dive right up let me set up this the board and uh give yourself a second to think about a score remember this has no score it is tuesday uh so i mean maybe they will show up tomorrow but maybe it's so bad they're saying you can't have a a score until thursday night um everybody in i am Tony, you good? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll lead us off. I put... I gave it a 58. Disney Runs Hollywood. Morgan Freeman's in it. Keira Knightley, that gave me a leg up. And Helen Mirren. She probably is only like 10 minutes in it or something. Uh, But that gave me a couple more points. I initially saw it being in the 40s, but then when I saw those two names... And Keira Knightley is... That's more for me. I don't care uh, what the <laughs> critics think. Um... Uh, that's just in my book what it would get. I'm going 25. Oh, man.
1: I just think this movie was not meant to be come out on November 1st or whatever day that is going to be. This was probably going to be a big holiday release, and then, like, this is trash. We can't let it go against good movies.
0: Well, why are they running so many ads for it then? They aren't. Yes, they are. I don't think they are, but.
2: All right, I'm going to say 68% because I just feel like these, what I think are bad movies, end up doing good. <laughs> there you go. I just think there's like an art about it that I just don't see that everyone else that critic that uh, rates these movies does see. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say like yeah, 68ish. That's all. Cool. Okay, why'd well, you go one more? What did I say first?
0: No, Andy wants you to be dirty with it and oh, go 69.
2: Boy, You're so uh,
0: yeah. So I I watch the news every morning from like 6:30 to seven. They put different ads on the news. It's this every day. Yeah, because they have to have you know general but audience. To... caveat is, it's ABC Seven. So yeah. So. The thing that annoys me is they say that the weather has been unlocked by the Nutcracker, as if if the Nutcracker didn't sponsor this ad, we wouldn't be getting any weather updates in their newscast that yeah, morning. Yeah. Keeping keeping it alive. That's stupid. We don't need weather. I have a smartphone. Uh, but okay, we'll we'll touch base on that next uh, next week. La- Any last thoughts on the movies? Bohemian Rhapsody? Anything? No. So ever uh, hold your peace? Shall we get into what we've been watching?
1: Yes, let's do that, but what? let me uh, do Crack. something else first. Do it. That sound of opening the beer is me you moving did it us. only 50%. There it is. There's the final moving straw. Moving us into the new holiday season. I'm drinking uh, the first holiday beer, a delicious fireside chat. Uh, 2017 vintage. Yeah, been keeping <laughs> it's been it in the fridge. For a year. It Keeping a... it for this occasion. So, yeah, we're going to talk some scary movies, so we're not well quite there yet.
0: Andy drinks some beer that's been in the back of a
1: beer I needed fridge. We need to start this beer before we get there, and, uh, you know, maybe first by time thought, we
0: Okay, first things first. So, take a whiff, tell us how it tastes, or smells, and or do it that way. So, how does yeah, it taste? It's fine. It's a little more bitter. See, so, yeah, I think you're just saying that. Th- keep in mind, though, ladies and gentlemen, this is the guy that likes Kirkland Lights. So... I don't know if I like Kirkland lights. I tolerate Kirkland lights. <laughs> Are you tolerating this one? Or yeah, well, like
1: it's got some spices.
0: It's does it, is it but it is, no. The beer itself is great, but when it's a year old, is it better? It's definitely worse? not better. Okay, I'll say that. All right, that's just all I needed to hear. All right, well, let's uh, let's go, Andy. How about you kick things off, and then Tony and I can end. And Tony, if you have another movie or show you wanted to get into, also you can no. first, but we'll close with the uh, the closer.
1: All right, so I I uh, got into the season and I watched uh, three different horror movies. Well, look at that! If you can, I think I can call them that. They're yeah. very all three very different. Go get her! So the first one I watched is uh, Apostle on Netflix. How was that? And this was good. It's got ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Um, it's about uh, a guy goes to uh, join a cult because they had they had abducted his sister and were holding her for ransom. So he goes there to kind of like infiltrate them. So the first hour of the movie was kind of him trying to investigate what's going on with this cult and where his sister is, and it's a little slow. I wish that part was a little better. Um, but then the second half, when things start really going, it's it's pretty crazy. It's like what, why are these people here on this weird island, and what is really going on? It's a, uh, and it gets quite violent. I enjoyed that. So,
0: two-hour, ten-minute movie, huh? Yeah.
1: Netflix like, did a did a good job with this. It just said it's a little slow. I wish I wish they maybe cut a little bit from the first half or made improved it a bit. But you could stick with it. Watch the last uh, half hour at least. It's uh, worth it.
0: You know, I just downloaded it for uh, maybe I'll watch it on my flight tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you watch it, people can see like the the blood, and it will be nice for everyone on the plane. Let's see, <laughs> there's a well, bit of not blood. Gonna,
0: I'm not watching it in 3D or <laughs> anything. <laughs>
1: Um, The second one is not a traditional horror movie at all, and I don't know if you could even really call it a horror movie. More of a thriller suspense. I don't know. It's strange. It's called um, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, and uh, this is uh, the re-teaming of the team that made The Lobster with Colin Farrell, same director. Oh, wow. Uh, Colin Farrell in it again. So, he has a Greek guy who makes these kind of surreal, uh, strange, kind of creepy movies. Not like about like oh it's about life but it's they're all strange so in this one um basically i'll give you the the short premise uh colin farrell has this uh weird relationship with like a high school boy okay. like not not that wow. kind of relationship but you don't know so why kevin
0: spacey was in no. this
1: initially saying why is he like hanging around with this kid and like i think part of the fun is kind of figuring out why and then when you figure out why that's when it starts to get into kind of the the horror element. um well, what's strange about the movie is that it seems like every character is autistic. And that's just like I think that's the style of the movie is that like they're not like there's not like nuance, everyone is just kind of upfront. Like early early on like they're just like eating dinner and he's like I like I like fries. That's why I saved them for the last and and then like Colin Farrell was at a conference and he's talking to his, one of his colleagues and he's like oh, I haven't seen uh, the kids in a while and Colin Farrell just says, "Yes." my daughter just menstruated for the first time
0: that's <laughs> like, very weird
1: so it's just like really fucking like weird but it was it was it was good and once like you get it you get into what the story is about and it's uh based on a uh, greek greek mythology like it's another telling of that kind well, of stuff go, tony and it was like oh that was interesting i don't know like it's not i'd say for a lot of people they'd be like oh this is boring i don't get this but it was, it was worth it for me and
2: well, there you go
1: Good, uh, good acting. And yeah, Nicole, some of Nicole Greek, Kidman was also in it. Some
2: of those Greek mythology stories are, well, yeah, it is. A,
1: it's a say why it's a horror is it's there's a tragedy to it. Like, yeah, it's like oh, this is even though these people are not believable as humans in our world, their tragedy is something that anyone can face. Mm-hmm. And then the last I watched a very much more traditional horror movie, and that was the uh, the Blair Witch movie that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, I think we a... saw that.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that. It's like
2: the kid, like the younger guys, right? They go in the woods. and Yeah, they live the, in one, the, house the one, the one guy.
1: It was his sister. That was the
2: girl from the first one. I never saw the first one. So
0: we did we see that in theaters or we watched that at the house? I we remember watched, we watched I, it here. I, I never went. Sure. It was watched one of it. those nights
2: after the bar type thing.
0: I remember yeah. watching that, and yeah, it was pretty bad. Like one girl gets stuck in a tunnel or something.
1: Yeah. Uh, she like crawls through the tunnel and stuff. But it, it was strange because it was not scary at all for the first hour but because you'd already seen the blair witch project it was basically the beginning was the whole movie was just a remake in the sense yeah oh absolutely the same universe they did some different stuff with like getting caught in like time loops and stuff where it's like where they lose one character and they meet up with him again and he's like it's been six days and they're like no it's just been a couple hours and yeah uh, that's right so i was like oh that's kind of cool but then it's like the thing i don't like about those movies is so whatever the evil entity or being has just too much power; they have no chance. Once you realize they can do that, then the characters have no chance of actually getting out. And I think you kind of need that to really feel the horror of something. If you know they're just all going to die in the end because this thing's too powerful, then what's what's the point, right? Here, here. So um, it wasn't bad. I, I like I like the ending. I like I thought that was at least I don't even little, remember it. Little spooky. I don't either. Actually, you actually see like a being that's chasing them and yeah but it was really you just can't make that movie again that that movie works because you didn't really know what was going on in yeah so, i and i'm i'm a defender of the first one still
0: but i mean it was a new generation and they could make a little bit of money off of the same story why not
1: yeah it was also a little less believable because the first one they're filming on like handheld video cameras An rca um phillips and this one they did the thing with a lot of new like found footage things where it's like Oh, different viewpoints well, that was, from different cameras, and that was the they thing, had a too drone the, camera. The Blair Witches. Yeah. It
2: was one of the first movies, I think, horror movies, to do it oh, like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I think it, I don't and know if it was the first one, but they
2: it was first, they yeah, thought it was real, more successful. My one, brother exactly. convinced me it was real. And then that's when the Paranormal Activities, which I want to be honest with you, when those when that one first came out, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this is just someone like actually did a documentary thing, and we're just watching. So I was like, oh, it's not gonna be that scary. And then when I went and saw it, I was, and then you find out like, oh, it's just a movie. It's a made up storyline. And you're like, holy shit, though. They do such a good job to make it real. And that's why people like it so much. Oh, yeah. Because it's also that little suspense that builds up. Because the same thing with the paranormal activities. The first half hour, there's nothing. But you're on edge, especially when it's nighttime. And, like, one little thing will happen, like, something will move or something. And then it's just like, okay, you're, you're daytime. You're safe. And I'll never forget the second one, thinking I was safe. And then that scene when she was in the kitchen and all the cabinets and drawers flew open. I remember jumping. That's the That's the most – that's the – Biggest jump I've ever had in a movie theater in the history of me being in a movie theater. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway. It,
1: but it it doesn't make sense for it to be a found footage film when they have every character had their own camera, they had a drone camera. So they found all of this footage and then compiled it. Where it's like, no, pretty clearly in the beginning it was supposed to be like they found you know, they found the original tape from Blair Witch. That's how they presented the first movie. In this movie, oh, uh, they found this this part of it. It's like, well this doesn't make sense. They didn't find every single camera that every character had because they each had, like, 11 cameras themselves. And
2: yeah. yeah. Well, all right, well, Dobby and I, this past Sunday, did go and see Halloween.
0: Yeah.
2: And I enjoyed it, and I think Dobby did as well. It was everything I could have asked for it to be. Yes, I agree, uh, and I think the thing I liked about it, too, was that was that it's... Uh, he's, in my opinion, more ruthless in this one. Yep. Because, I mean, she claims in the movie he killed five people on Halloween night. I'll just tell you it's more this time. Yeah, he just they becomes... They always a, have to
0: up the body. Count. And, it, just, and he becomes a Terminator in this it, movie. It
2: honestly is, because I remember there... I'm not going to give anything away, obviously, with just saying this, but... There's a scene where there's just a woman in her house, and he just goes yeah. in there
0: and kills her. <laughs> and that was it. Well, and then also... Tony looks at, turns to me, and he says, "Because uh, there's a scene like he just described, where he he stops, he hears something, he looks down, and then he walks away." And Tony looks at me and he just says, "The Hollywood's still not allowed to kill any babies, are they?" Yeah, because so there he, was a scene that gives you a little thing like, "Oh my kills god!" Kills anything and everything, but because a baby. I will
2: say, the youngest killing he does make in this movie is a kid. Yeah. Wow. I remember he
1: killed Joseph Gordon-Levitt in H2O. That well, I think I think that was yeah, but that movie yeah, didn't, that was because he was, he be was like Joseph
2: Gordon-Levitt. He was, he was actually playing himself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was great. I mean, they do a good job of remember how I was, I was complaining about Terrifier how those girls didn't have cell phones that worked and Uber yeah. didn't exist. They just flat out had the boyfriend take her phone and throw it into pudding or whatever the, the whatever it was. So. Bah, that's all you needed to do. Like, how hard is that for a, a writer to figure out? It's easy to render a phone gone.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny that you. You just have to that.
0: pepper that little thing in there. That's all you have to. I do. watched.
1: A, I actually watched a little bit of a like Halloween sequel this week, and I also watched a bit of some of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. And that was just always the standard move was like, "Well, get on the phone," and it was like, he cut the phone line. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like... Okay, my favorite thing is too, and I love that they still do this because I feel like the the thing with mo- horror movies in like the eighties and stuff was just that you're running so fast and they just walk
1: yeah. Yeah. and they
2: get you. Well, cause you're this, gonna fall. And... This still happens in the with the the Halloween with Michael Myers, and I found it hilarious because it's like they'll run and he, he just walks. He walks the entire time. But, but what th- a stride he has. But the thing begun. I liked about this one though, and uh, one of our friends that we were with had mentioned this also is like I think it's cool that they do put humor in it. Cause there's like a yeah, scene it was where like funny, actually. where one of the friends sees him and thinks he's just a random guy and he had just, like, had a situation with a girl and was like, you know, man, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, girls just don't like me. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's just sitting there staring at him and you think kind of like, okay, what is going to happen? But the, then the guy's, uh, the neighbor. Of it is a whatever. creepy scene because there's a floodlight and then that goes off. And then when it goes yeah, back on, he's good. not where he was. So you're kind of, and he that freaks the kid out. And then all of a sudden it goes off again. And then he's like, kind of like, he's right there and stuff. And it's, it's what you would expect to happen, but it's. It was uh, it was good. It was definitely scarier than. Honestly, I thought, I thought it was a little scarier than I thought it was gonna be. Like at mo- moments, not like really scary, but I mean,
0: it was suspenseful. Oh yeah, and they did a good job of kind of stretching it out, like you were saying with the the fl- uh, floodlights and whatnot. Like that scene could have been a little bit quicker. And same with the and ending scene when she's kind of looking when, though, when she's like.
2: looking for him. There's yeah. like a, she. It's a probably a good like five six minutes before she yeah. finally actually uh, sees him.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of things where it's like, well, why did she do that? Like that sure that maybe doesn't help him out, but that certainly doesn't do any favors to her. I don't want to say what what that stuff is just to keep it, you know, fresh. Uh, but I also will tell you Judy Greer, great job. I still kind of have a hard time seeing her as anything other than a prostitute. Um, Which one was Judy Greer? The mom? Okay, I thought so. So she plays a, an escort I was in, say... uh, in uh in who she comes back like comes comes into the show a few different times. They kind of he always just hangs out with her and she bullshits with him. That's uh, a great great role of hers, uh, but phenomenal I thought. Uh, and again, eighty percent critic or critics and audience have it at seventy five. You don't
2: really see what was that. The, what was the percent by critics eighty. Yeah, you don't Jamie. See I actually watched l- an interview with Jamie, with the with audience, Jamie Lee though. Curtis and she talked about one of the big things about that movie that I think a lot of people like is it's because you actually, especially with this day and age, a lot of people that go through trauma you actually see how it affects them and you really you oh, see yeah. with her how like you actually get to see the trauma she's had over the last four years i mean 40 wow four years the last 40 years fearing that he's going to come back and being paranoid and how it made it so she lost custody of her daughter and stuff and all this other shit so it's pretty cool
0: yeah and it was, you know to your point i was i was literally on the last show or two talking about how much i enjoyed uh haunting of hill house for that very reason it goes into the future and shows how these things can have tremendous impacts on your on your life. Um that was half of the story. It was it was powerful, I thought. Uh but I think this has been an action packed there it goes. An action packed uh Halloween episode, uh the spooky story. Ominous Andy, any any last words?
1: Happy Halloween.
0: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> Uh, we're all horrified in this room. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode 82 of the Tony Steak podcast. The Halloween edition. The Halloween edition. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And he's not going to say anything but off road Andy, ominous Andy. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and tell your friends and have a great Halloween. We'll see you next week.